all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hot topic for today. Depression. What is depression? What causes depression? Hmm. Something to think about. I want to talk about that. I want to get some advice on that because... It's something I think a lot of us need to understand and we need to know about because we might be suffering with this so-called disorder called depression. This is Hot Topic for today. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Time for some real talk. Tiempo para una conversación real. Español. Depression. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Buenas noches. Buenas tardes. Buenas dias. Hello, everyone. How you doing this day? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. For my Spanish listeners and everyone else out there, this is Joseph Brownlee with Body of Christ Real Talk. I'm going to get right into this. Because I have a lot to say about this, not because I'm going to do my own little scientific analysis, anything like that, but I'm going to let people uh, break down this certain topic today, which is a hot topic today, uh, about depression. If you uh, if you're new to my podcast, if you just now listen to my podcast, you just uh, I'm doing a series right now, short series on mental illness as part of my hot topics that I would be doing uh, for a while. It'll probably be over maybe a month or so. I'll be doing different hot topics, and I think it's going to be, I call it a hot topics because it relates to a lot of things that's going on in people's lives today. And if it's not affecting your life personally, it's, it's, it's affecting you around you and these different things. And uh, But I'm not going to only be giving you the uh, a synopsis on <clears throat> the issues and the problems with these disorders of, of you know, different things when it comes to hot topics. But I will have solutions and, you know, you know, it might work for some and it might work for others. And you might have your own ideas of solutions, you know, that you can do to get out of these uh, this mess that a lot of us are in. But uh, the hot topics today is a broad hot topic. It's mental illness. And I dealt with uh, the last uh, podcast. If you didn't get that, go back and listen to my uh, podcast, which I think was pretty decent and pretty uh, plainly basically understood was about panic attacks and anxiety, panic and anxiety attacks. And so I advise you, the ones that uh, that's new to my podcast, Body of Christ Real Talk, to go back and check that out first. But right now, I just want to say hello. I love y'all, and I thank you all for giving me an ear, you know, listening to my podcast. 
and uh, why well, I try to get information out to the church, to the body of Christ, to the saved and the unsaved. You know, I let the unsaved on here and everything, but my goal is for them to be saved because it's God's goal for all men to be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth. We struggle today mentally. And a lot of us struggles today mentally, Christians and unsaved. But I want to talk to the believers first. We struggle with different aspects in our life. We, st we struggle with different issues and stuff like that. So, therefore, we need to understand that some of these things are not going to go away. We hear so much things going on where all you got to do, we have, we have the one, two, three steps and whatever like that, what, you, what a Christian must do to be clean and delivered for certain things. And I know a lot of people mean well. But, you know, we must come to, uh, to the conclusion that even a spirit-filled, God-fearing man, woman of God, struggle with certain things in their lives. They struggle sometimes with these things uh, before they even got saved, and they still struggle with them today. I know that by experience. You know, but I don't want to get into all that. I want to get right to it because it's going to take a little time, you know, and uh, I'm not going to put a time limit on this, but I just want to let you know, I don't know uh, how long it's going to be, but I'm not going to try to keep it as long as a panic attacks and anxiety attack series that I've done. And this segment, I will be dealing with depression. What is, what is depression? What causes depression? Because a lot of people heard about depression, including myself, but we don't know the, we don't know the, uh, the symptoms or we don't know sometimes what causes it. So I would be playing a lot of audio, video by audio clips. I'm not going to play them all. Some are going to be more relevant than others that I will be playing, but it all will come into a piece of what depression, what causes depression and what are the symptoms of depression. Therefore, you, you and I can know if we suffer with some of these things, whatever like that. Some of you probably have experience with them, but this will help us to know if we suffer with some of these things so right now i'm just going to play a clip it's about three minutes and 47 uh seconds long it's a clip and these are you know examples of what is depression now i always like to get this out front my disclaimer is i'm not a doctor i'm not a psychologist and i'm not a psychiatrist i'm just giving out information i give information out i'm an information person when it comes to things like that you know i might have an opinion on things but i've talked about my experience of what i have seen i'm not giving diagnosis or nothing like that so I'm, i want to put that disclaimer out there right now so nobody would think that i'm a psychologist you just follow what jojo was saying i just i'm getting this information just like you are getting this information so let's get that straight right now i'm not a psychologist i'm not a psychiatrist i'm not a doctor i'm not a physiologist or anything like that i'm just a layman i'm just a man a man out there that's trying to get some truth out there and try to help the body of christ deal with certain things and the unsaved and whoever uh unsaved that's curiosity seekers out there that listen to my show that might be struggling with these issues of panic attacks and depression and stuff like that that i would be dealing dealing with with mental illness so it's going to be a very sensitive and very touching um series and when it comes to mental illness and it's going to be long because we need to understand what's going on in our lives within ourselves and in our head and it deals with our head most of the time or certain things that trigger this okay so left for not, uh, not without any further ado, I'm going to just shoot it out there. I'm going to try to keep this as short as not as long. What I mean by short, it's not as long as the first one uh, when it came to panic attacks and anxiety. So I'm going to try to cut it off when I see it going past maybe uh maybe the 30 minute or the 35 40 minute time like that. It might not even be that long. It all depends. So let's get into this. Let's try to find out what is depression. First of all, we need to know what is depression. We we need to get educated on that. Remember. 
this is for educational purposes, not, you know, not for uh, psychosis to try to help you and get you out of your situation. You just use these steps just for educational purposes. And you, you can look up these purposes and I mean, these purposes and different, uh, different, different types of education when it deals with depression. You can look these things up yourself. Excuse me, on YouTube or you know, or uh, you know, your search engines or whatever, DuckDuckGo or Google. You can Google these things and get educate yourself. It's important to educate yourself because a lot of us cannot afford uh to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist or anything like that christian or non-christian you know we can't afford it but we can give some type of basic information until we build up to that and maybe we can get some type of information and we not we don't even have to see that with prayer remember i always said do everything with prayer we must put god first god is the healer we must put him first because a lot of times we're not going to be healed instantly we must be able to be strong you need the strength of the holy spirit to get through these things you know mentally because it's a mental thing and it can't affect us physically on the long run so we need to uh pray while we're getting this education i'm not putting this stuff over prayer or reading the word of god that's the number one thing it all goes together but the number one thing is with prayer and reading god's word you know we must do that first as a christian okay as the body of christ okay so don't, no, no, without either no further ado let me get into this about what is depression so i'll be playing a few audio tapes or uh, audio vid tapes without tapes anymore <laughs> audio video by audios of what is depression here we go depression is a disorder that afflicts over 10 percent of the world's population but we as a society know little about it. Stereotypes tell us that depressed people are weak, unless they happen to be a tortured artist. It can be difficult to understand depression because it's invisible. It's a disorder defined by thoughts, behaviors, and feelings, rather than obvious symptoms like vomiting, rashes, or fever. Those who have experienced depression are all too familiar with comments from misguided friends such as snap out of it or just get up and do something. Even those with depression might have a hard time understanding what they are experiencing, and they often blame themselves for not being able to snap out of it. To understand what depression really is, we need to talk about symptoms. First of all, depression has symptoms related to how someone feels. These symptoms include nearly constant feelings of sadness, anger, guilt, or hopelessness. Next, there are symptoms related to behavior, they include social withdrawal, a lack of energy, low motivation, poor concentration, sleep problems, or significant changes in appetite. Finally, symptoms related to thoughts include poor self-esteem, thoughts of suicide, and loss of interest in regular activities. Symptoms of depression must last at least one week, and they are often cyclical. This means that the symptoms can come and go over a period of months or years. A person who experiences depression once is likely to have future episodes. It can be difficult to think of these thoughts, feelings, and behaviors as symptoms. To many of us, because they are in our head, they can seem like decisions. It can seem like someone who is depressed has chosen to be lazy and sleep all day, or they have decided to stop spending time with friends because they have a bad attitude. But remember, what's in our head isn't imaginary. 
Our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are influenced by a complex series of chemicals in our brains. The exact causes of depression are poorly understood, but we have an idea of factors that influence the illness. We know that changes to hormones in the brain, called neurotransmitters, can have a major effect on depression. Many medications used in the treatment of depression work by increasing the levels of these neurotransmitters. We also know that genetics play an important role in depression. People who have a family history of depression are more likely to experience the disorder. Just because your parents had depression doesn't mean you necessarily will, but the chances are greater. Finally, we know that environmental factors play a role in depression. Living in poverty, experiencing a traumatic event, or other stressful situations may trigger the disorder. That being said, depression does not always have a clear trigger, which often leads to a person not understanding why they feel so down. Treatment for depression usually includes psychotherapy and medication. Either can work on its own, but a combination of both medication and therapy has been found to be the most effective. In summary, depression is a disorder that's widespread but poorly understood. The symptoms can negatively affect a person's thoughts, feelings, and behavior to a debilitating degree. However, treatments that include medication, psychotherapy, or a combination of the two can help to manage to eliminate the symptoms of depression. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. So, uh, what we heard right there is what is depression? What is depression? And what are the symptoms of depression? When I'm getting more into that and everything like that, you know, what is depression? So, okay. Uh, she gave you some uh, some exercises that, you know, we can do. We as whoever is suffering with this and everything, you know, and I'm including myself, you know, because I have, you know, and I had symptoms of this myself, you know, to an extent. And, uh, but I notice, and I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking this. These are just articles I got. I'm noticing, and I'm getting to a lot of this. That she she gave some alternatives or some weapons that you can use to uh, fight depression, but nothing about. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy. Eventually, with replacement blades just ten cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com/slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Prayer or reading the word of God was not mentioning this because I don't know if she's a non-Christian or most a lot of scientists uh, do not go to the Bible or any type of uh, faith-based spiritual concepts of getting healed. They believe, they believe mostly a lot of times, I'm not saying all, in science and medicines and stuff like that, you know, you know, for one reason or the other. But this is my advice is to the Christian, to the body of Christ. I don't want you to just listen to like medication and, and uh, 
you know, you know, and, and psychotherapy is the only answer of uh, helping you through your de your depression. I don't want you to think that. So this is not me saying, okay, this is what you must do. My number one thing is always prayer for the believer. Along with this, now the medications, I I, I do not advise taking medications. That's just me. It might be for some people, but. From my experience of what I see from different people, medication is only, it only I don't know, it just does not help, you know, a lot. Most people that take a lot of medications and antidepressants and stuff like that. But I'm not a psychiatrist and I'm not, I'm, so I want to, I, I always reiterate on that. I'm just giving you a certain advice. What I believe that, uh, what I believe that also will help that to go along with this is prayer. And if you're a man or woman of God and reading the word and reading your Bible, you know, you, that's the number one key. You know, you could take these, uh, these other exercises as well, but let it always be number one prayer. And just talking with God and just meditating and stuff like that, you know. I believe that's the number one when it comes to the body of Christ. That's just my opinion. Okay. What I'm going to do now. And uh, remember, you're going to hear, I'm in, a, I'm in an area where you're going to hear the heater coming on once in a while. So it's going to get a little noisy at times and everything. So I will try to get through this and talk to the mic, through the mic as much as I can, okay. So what I'm going to do now is... Uh, I'm going to go to another segment and I'm going to get into some signs, seven signs that's, that shows uh, that you have depression or symptoms. Let me put it this way. Seven, it's called watch seven signs of depressions and symptoms you must know, you know, to help you or give you an idea if you are depressed or not. Now, some of you are, some of you guys and young ladies probably can relate to some of the symptoms that she was saying that you, uh, you might be suffering through. And uh, some of those symptoms you might already have. We might already have that, some of those symptoms and everything like that. So I want you to just try to pick out and write down, if you can, if you have a pen or paper, write down some of these things that you might be struggling with that might not say that you are depressed, but you might have signs of showing that you are depressed. And I'm talking to the believer and the unbelievers, okay? So let's go to another uh, video by audio here and what this is going to do. This is going to explain seven symptoms and everything. Now, also remember, I'm doing this live on my part. So you're going to hear, and I'm not doing it unedited. I like to be just an unedited person. I like to let people know that it's real. So you might hear uh, YouTube articles and commercials come through, and I'm going to try to wipe them out as fast as I can. So you might hear commercials coming through because uh, a lot of the stuff that they show on YouTube is, uh, is, is made free because of paid sponsors. And I understand and I respect that, but I will, if we're not into, you know, if we're not enter that commercial or anything like that. I'm going to cut it out because all I want to do is get into the subject that I'm talking about is depression. So let us go there, okay? Here we go. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about seven signs of depression so that you can maybe identify if this is something that you're struggling with and seek help if you think that might be. Now remember, these are just her suggestions. These not meaning that you got to run with it, you know, you and I got to run with it. So what I'm throwing out here is just suggestions and everything. So just write some of this stuff down. Remember, prayer and reading your Bible and meditating is the number one thing for the body of Christ, okay? But these other steps could help as well 
be appropriate for you. My name is Dr. Sonia and I'm a licensed clinical psychologist with over 10 years of experience treating people with a variety of issues. Um, I've worked with many people who are struggling with depression and know that it can be a really, really tough thing to be dealing with. And so I really want to help you to recognize if this is something that might be too much for you to handle right now and something where it would be good for you to reach out and talk to an expert. There are many, many things that you can do if you're depressed to feel a little bit better. And I want to make sure you understand what those are. But first, I want to start by helping you understand what the typical signs and symptoms are. So one of the most common signs of depression is a feeling of sadness or irritability that is really pervasive and doesn't seem to go away no matter what you do. If you're with friends, if you're by yourself, um, the sadness just sort of becomes uh, your reality. Uh, irritability can also be... Sadness. Now, uh, once in a while I'm going to be cutting off because you know, I want to just hit a point that, you know, you know, some of these things that uh, these these specialists or these people with the knowledge that done their research about that you might be struggling and suffering with certain things. And sadness is one of them. Sadness is one of us. That's one of the signs of sadness. Not sadness occasionally, but seven days a week, you just sad. You're sad. You're sad. You'd be irritable and everything. So that's just one of the signs. So I'm going to let it go all the way through. I just wanted to get that out there. Once in a while, I will be, you know, not... I was somewhat, you know, just interrupting and it's just trying to um, get a clarification and everything because uh, we might be struggling with certain things that these uh, specialists are supposed to have, you know, to help us. Here we go. So be present, and this is much more typical in teens, uh, that they will present with more irritability than sadness when they're dealing with depression. Second sign of depression is feeling really hopeless. And this can be hopeless about getting better. It can be a sense of hopelessness about the future and the ability of sort of achieving your hopes and dreams. And again, it's, it's a very, very tough symptom to deal with because other people can tell you, you know, you have so much to look forward to or this great thing is happening in your life. But if you're really struggling with depression, that hopelessness just kind of takes over and keeps you stuck. The third sign of depression that you should be aware of is something called anhedonia, which is really a fancy way of saying a loss of interest in things that you previously used to enjoy. So for example, you might really be into gardening and all of a sudden you find that no matter how many times you garden or if you try to garden, there's just not the same joy that you're getting out of it that you used to. Or maybe you used to really be really social and enjoy spending time with your friends and you find... Okay, that, that hits a point. That, that hits a sensitive area right there because I can relate to that. And some of you uh, probably can too. You know, you ever had that, that desire that you used to have a passion for something and you know you have a strong passion for even reading the bible even reading the bible you had a strong passion for now a lot of this is 
spiritual and demonic too. And I'm getting to that later on down the road. So I don't want you to think everything is a chemical imbalance because there's some spiritual and warfare that the Christian is going through. It's demonic. It's demonic. It's spiritual warfare. But that's another that's another uh, story for the body of Christ, not the unbeliever. But when I'm I'm mainly relating to the unbeliever now because we have different reasons why we go through struggles as a Christian with a spirit because we are in a spiritual warfare. But you ever had that to that point that you know, that passion is just dying out. You're just feeling sad. You have no more energy for it no more. It can also do have to do with age. So it's different reasons. I don't want that. I don't want you to think you're depressed because of that, because age slows down a lot of things too. But when you have a certain passion that's just dying out, like she said, gardening, you might like to run and jog, whatever like that, and you're still in great shape. But you just find every reason now not to do that because you're sad, because you're depressed, and sometimes you just don't know why. I'm a, I'm gonna let her go with some more, but I just want to throw that out there because that's that's a that's very important, you know. We I think a lot of us struggle with this, the saved and the unsaved. So let me continue. Sorry about that. Find that you just can't bring yourself to get out of the house and to go and interact with these friends. And it's really, really difficult to deal with because it's very hard to motivate yourself when the things that really used to be what got you out of bed and got you ready for the day no longer hold the same enjoyment and pleasure that they used to. So the fourth sign of depression is either decreased concentration and or indecision, the difficulty with making decisions. And this can be really difficult um, when you have to. Wow. Now, that's another bullet point. That's <laughs> concentration, man. You know, I miss times, you know. And I know I know I suffer with depression sometimes. I know that. I don't, I don't try to hide that, you know. I know I'm a man of God. I know I'm a Christian. I know I'm saved. But some of these symptoms I still struggle with and everything. But by the Holy Spirit, he gets me through this. And that's the difference when you're a Christian. The Holy Spirit gives you the strength to get through it and don't have you to dwell on it. You learn how to get through it and everything, even if you're not delivered. Some people are delivered to some people. You know, like myself, we still struggle at times and everything and others. And thank God for the Holy Spirit. But, you know, that don't hold me down. I get even stronger. I get even stronger, you know, through my, you know, sometimes depression or stress or whatever like that. But the concentration, man, the forgetting, woo, the brain fog. Yes, I, I, I get that, you know, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. Now, I know a lot of this got to do with age as well and different things like that. But depression, the fogness happens to a young person in concentration. It, it doesn't just pick certain ages when it comes to depression. That's my point and everything. So you can be from you could be ten to eighty and suffer from these things. But remember, it gets worse when you're older because you're already in that your brain and your memory, you know, gets slower when you get older and everything. I'm fifty seven, so I have to really be careful not to let depression and stress get me down because it really affects my concentration and my brain fog and it's 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 it's, it's crazy, you know. So I know that's one of the signs. You have to function either in the workplace or you have a lot of responsibilities at home because you'll find that it's harder to complete the task that you need to complete. And if you do need to make decisions, there's almost like this decision paralysis where you find that you just can't get yourself to the place of making choices that used to come really easily to you. 
The fifth sign of depression that you should be aware of are changes in sleep. And this can be either that you find yourself sleeping a lot more than you used to and having like a really hard time getting out of bed. Maybe you've never been a napper and all of a sudden you're taking a nap every day. Um, on the other side of the spectrum, many people who are struggling with depression find that they can't sleep, that they're racked with insomnia for the first time in their life and they're laying in bed and their thoughts just keep running around um, and they're feeling sad and they're feeling hopeless. And so either too much or too little sleep is a really cardinal sign of depression that you should be aware of. The sixth sign of depression that you should be aware of are changes in appetite or weight. Uh, and this can be either in the positive or the negative depression. Sometimes when people are depressed, they find that they use food for comfort and end up eating a lot more than typical and gaining weight. And sometimes when people are depressed, they lose their appetite completely and don't eat at all and find that they lose weight. So if you've had any significant weight changes within the last couple months, and you also have some of the other signs and symptoms we're talking about, it might be a good idea to consider that there's some level of depression going on that you're struggling with. So another uh, and final sign of depression that we're going to talk about today is a sense of worthlessness. So, and, and really this is very, very difficult for people to handle because it's, it's a sense that no matter what they do, they're not enough, their life is not enough, and it won't ever be enough. And this is such a difficult thing to be dealing with. And so I think my overall message as you're learning about these signs of depression is that if you're experiencing these, please, please reach out and make an appointment with a licensed professional to talk about this because this is something that can get better and you don't need to struggle with it on your own. If you we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday your home is more than the sum of its parts and creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products that's why the experts at ferguson bath kitchen and lighting gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are bring your vision to us schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like monogram at build.com ferguson Okay, she's going to get into how to deal with depression and everything, but I'm not really going to talk about that right now. But if, uh, body of Christ, uh, I'm going to talk to you first, then I'm going to get to another audio. Now, a lot of these audios I'm going to get to, I'm not going to play all the way through because of time constraints and everything like that, but I just wanted us to get an idea of what is depression, what causes depression, signs of depression and stuff like that, and then we'll get to the milk and honey of everything. What must we do and how? what, what can we do? The, the deal with depression or, or break this cycle because it can't be breaking or, or it can be slowed down, you know, but I believe in going all the way getting it broken like any other struggle that I struggle with. You know, you probably had, you probably suffered with some of the things that she said, you know, when it comes to depression. And you, you probably struggle with some of those things, you know, that she said. Uh, 
Now, what I'm going to be doing, you know, in this, I want, I want, what I want people to see when I get through with this depression, I want to, I want to look at both sides because people say, man, I'm a Christian. I shouldn't be depressed or whatever like that. No, I'm, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus and everything like that, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm protected by the blood. You must put on the forearm of God and, you know, you know, and stuff like that. All of that is true. Okay. But, but let me, let me, let me say this. What is pulling on the forearm of God means to you in the body of Christ? Does that mean you never have any more ailments? Does that mean you never have any more troubles or anything like that? Does that mean everything bad or sickness and even depression and anxiety will stop automatically? No, I don't think it does mean that. Now, some people have more victories than others for one reason or the other. I have no idea why some Christians have more victory than others. And some Christians are delivered, you know, through that. And all of this through the Holy Spirit. But even with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not going to just miraculously take it away, you know, because we're in a different dispensation and everything. Things, the Holy Spirit, what he done in time past. Now, I'm talking to the church now. You know, I'm talking to the Christian. I'm talking to the body of Christ now. So uh, listen very carefully, church, you know, because I know a lot of you are probably thinking about that, you know. Uh, why are you wondering why do you struggle and suffer with these Things I talked about last week, which was panic attacks and anxiety and depression. But remember, you had some of these symptoms even before you got saved, some of you. Some of you had these symptoms even when you got saved. You had it before you got saved, and you still struggle with them. You wonder why. You know, I don't have the answer to that, but I know we have a powerful God. We have the Holy Spirit that can help us to get through it. You know, we have a lot of questions, yes. And if we're real with ourselves the church, we have a lot of questions why we struggle with those things. But remember, God never promised that he's going to take it away in this dispensation under the time of grace. Yes, people was healed with all kind of stuff back then because it was for the signs and wonders. It was under the kingdom program. You know, that's what Israel's was signs and wonders. They was getting healed. That's what the King Jesus came to do. But we, we are under a different dispensation. We have the word of God. We live by faith. We're going to struggle with these bodies and everything like that. So God did not promise he's going to take everything sickness and illness away from us that was never a promise from god and if the church is teaching and preaching that that's false teaching because you know you're making god a liar but the bible says let every man let god be true and every man a liar so just stick what god is saying so my point is for the body of christ that's why i'm doing this because you know be real with yourself i'm not saying you don't pray you can plead, you can do all that, continue to do that, but don't blame God or don't blame your lack of faith if you still struggle or you have lapses of certain things you struggle with, you know, whether it's from, with this depression or, you know, uh, uh, pornography or, uh, you know, addiction or smoking or whatever, you struggle with that, you battling with that, you want to be delivered and there is victory, there is light, but you know, it's it's different with, from different people, from, from person to person, that's all I'm saying, this is real, we're going to struggle in this more in this immortal body body of christ we're going to struggle the apostle paul struggled with his infirmities part of it because of his beating and stuff like that but he also struggled with other ailments we're going to struggle with old age we're going to struggle with memory loss we're going to struggle struggle with some of these things and i'm not trying to say there's no victory but i'm just saying if anything pray that god will give us the strength to get through it give us our victory sometimes not because he tucked it away our victory sometimes 
us because we have the strength to get through it until we get our new bodies. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I didn't mean to come here and preach, you know, because I want to keep it for the body of Christ. But the unsaved, the curiosity seekers, that's soliciting. Yes, you could take those type of, uh, my number one thing is to get saved. That's always going to be my number one. But it's, 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 it's a lot of steps that you can take that, uh, and some of the things she have mentioned that, yeah, we, you must do, you can do to stop and slow down some of this depression because depression is very serious. So let me go back here. Okay. And I'm going to touch on something else. Uh, all right. Here's, let me see. I have something about a short film, but you cannot see the short film. So it's called Unspoken. I advise uh, the ones that's listening, look up on YouTube. It's called Unspoken. It's an award-winning short film about depression. Because sometimes depression is hidden. You know, depression is hidden. I remember I watched this movie called The River's Edge. I, I, a good movie, but sad. River's Edge, and uh, to make a long story short, uh, one of the guys wind up committing suicide by jumping over this uh, this ledge or whatever, like that. Keona Reeves was in it too, but it's a very sad, depressing movie, but it's about youngsters, what a lot of youngsters go through now with depression and suicide, which I'm going to deal with suicide too, coming up. And, uh, and uh, but nobody seemed to know this guy was having these struggles and these problems, man, because he seemed normal. He seemed like a cool guy. Everybody liked him and everything, but he was struggling with depression and everything, man. And nobody knew that he was struggling with suicidal thoughts. See, depression can lead to suicidal thoughts. That all goes together. Depression and suicidal thoughts goes together. That's the danger of depression. It leads to suicide. It leads to other ailments in your body from what I'm hearing from doctors and physicians and stuff like that. So depression is very dangerous. So, but I also want to believe to understand sometimes we're depressed and sometimes we're in a spiritual warfare and sometimes it could be a family genetic or something like that while we struggle with certain warfares. You know, I know about that too. So I, I'm not, I'm going to get into the spiritual warfare side in another series. Okay. But this is just the chemical imbalance side for mostly the unbeliever and the believer for now. Okay. So let me look for something else here. It's another one called watch behavior, you know, uh, on YouTube, it's called, it's called Watch Behavior Changes During Depression. Let me click here and see what's into this one. So I want you to listen to uh, this one about behavior, certain behaviors that's proven or showing the signs that you and I may have depression, okay? You know, I know you hate hearing that depression. I know this is something you might not want to hear, but we must, first of all, let me say this. Believer. And I know a lot of believers got a habit of just saying, stop claiming it because you keep talking about it. That's why it never goes away. No, 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 no. I understand that. that. This has nothing to do with that you are claiming your sickness. This has nothing to do with that you accepting your symptoms. This this only has, this. the only thing I'm doing now is let you know that giving you an awareness that you have these symptoms. Some Christians try to ignore it. You can't ignore it. This is awareness. It's okay to say that you have it, that you struggle with these things. So what I do is give her information. It's nothing to do about claiming you and accepting it. No, I don't want to accept it. I accept it that I'm aware of it, that these things are around, and I have a hope that I will be delivered from it. So it's not like you giving up and you claiming it. Get off that high horse of uh, some of you Christians. Get off that high horse. You're claiming and naming and all that. You're accepting your sister because you're thinking about it too much. No, I don't think about it a lot 
But what I know, I'm aware that it's what thing about I can't ignore it. It's something wrong, and I want to. I want it to be dealt with. We need to be real. You know, stop being fake. You need to be real. So let me let me get into that uh, before I get the rant. <laughs> you know, because some believe it's gonna really. No, yeah, but gonna, yeah, I know. I need to get back to it because that's that's something that's a mystery. Let me let me go to another audio. Let me let you listen to a uh, certain, uh, you know, behavior changes during depression. Might be too loud. I'm sorry. All the character situations appear. Trisha, are you okay? Lately, it seems like you've been a little out of it. I think the boss is starting to notice too. Is there anything I can? Now remember, this is certain behavior patterns that you might have noticed, or you might felt yourself, but you might have noticed this in other people. We need to pay attention to this, not only in friends uh, at work or school or whatever like that, but our children especially, because it's a very high suicide rate now, man. It's serious, man. Satan is on a warfare, man. I mean, the enemy is on a warfare, you know, and it's a lot of have to do with him. A lot of this had to do with him, man. These dying bodies and Satan is the number one, you know, the number one advocate of these symptoms. I have no doubt about that. But these are just certain signs we need to look at around people around them, whether it's your wife, whether it's your husband, your mom, your dad, especially your children, because children struggling a lot with depression and suicide today. Let me continue. Anything I can do to help? Ugh, Lisa, I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling exhausted and sad all the time. I've been waking up in the middle of the night a lot, and then I can't fall back asleep. It's starting to interfere with my daily routine. I think I need to go see my doctor. Major Depressive Disorder, or MDD, is a common but serious mood disorder that impacts the way a person thinks, feels, and behaves. It can have an impact on daily activities like eating, sleeping, and working. To be diagnosed with MDD, symptoms must be present nearly every day for at least two weeks. Some of the symptoms can affect your behavior. This video will focus on behavior. Now, did you hear that? And that's what I was saying earlier. Everybody that has certain we, uh, when you have a certain once in a while depression you're going to have that once in a while sadness or once in a while you crying that's okay that's normal that happens with a lot of people but the signs of having what they call ddd that's really the deep depression that's all showing of the sign according to them what depression is it has at least to be two weeks straight you know Two weeks straight. Some people go over a month or so without even reporting it. They just take it as being normal. That's another dangerous sign of depression, you know, and the enemy would like to keep you there. But, um, you know, two weeks straight of sadness, uh, loneliness, worthlessness, you know, headaches, crying, that's a sign that you have. DDD, you are in deep depression. Now, you can have, you could be depressed one day or the other, but depression is when it continues at least two weeks, according to these scientists. Okay, let me continue. Behavioral symptoms of MDD and how a professional may be able to help you. My doctor diagnosed me with MDD. I was really worried, but he explained to me that MDD is common and treatable. It usually... 
Okay. Now, she said her doctor described her of having MDD. I think it's DDD as well. Now, my advice to everyone, yeah, if, if you have these type of symptoms, first of all, you pray and you read your Bible. You know, sometimes, you know, the Holy Spirit can work through you and give you the answer and give you the healing. I believe that. Now, no, no, what I'm saying about the healing, he can help you to be healed through this and you can, you can self-medicate and heal yourself. Medicate not as in taking drugs or nothing like that or pills, but just medicate because a lot of times it's your thought pattern and the Holy Spirit is the number one doctor that can do that no doubt about it but if you have other you know issues you can't even really get into prayer because of some reason or the other you know go seek some medical attention and talk to them because they are professionals God uses professionals and doctors and psychologists himself preferably for the Christian if you could find a Christian psychologist because they can look at it both in a spiritual biblical way and a natural chemical way so that's my advice for the believer the unbeliever yes you can go see a psychologist as well but you know it's two different ways of seeing it so that's my my advice on that you know let it be spiritual first like, uh, a christian psychologist if you can find one and if you can afford one but if you can't just go to psychologists in general they're still good don't get me wrong let me continue usually includes a combination of therapy and medication when a person is experiencing mdd some behavioral symptoms can include decreased energy or fatigue Okay, I'm going to get back to that. But you know, a lot of these scientists and psychologists and doctors, their number one thing is always medication. Medication, medication. Big Pharma is big on medication. I'm sorry to say that, but I do not trust Big Pharma, especially today. Medication is always one of their number one things besides, you know, psychology. They give you psychology, but it's always some meds that they want to give you to try to subside it. But I believe those meds are dangerous. They are known to make it worse for some people and uh, whatever like that. I, and like I said, my, my, my fiance used to have so many meds through her depression, her panic attacks and stuff like that, her hypertension. She had meds for everything. So I know meds does not work majority of the time. So like I said, that's that's just me. You know, that's up to you. But I, you don't need to put all this junk in your body. For a believer as a Christian, we just need to pray, read our word, read the word of God, get some psychology, learn things ourselves and do certain exercises that helps us okay that's my point try to stay away from the meds if you can moving or talking slowly and trouble sitting still you could also have difficulty sleeping like early morning awakening or oversleeping and changes in eating habits people with mdd do not always experience the same symptoms in addition to my medicine and therapy, my therapist gave me some great practical tips to help me with my MDD. Keep regular appointments with a doctor or other mental health professionals. MDD is treatable and they can help you determine the best course of treatment. Try not to isolate yourself. Spend time with others and confide in someone you trust. Be active. Exercise can boost your mood and sleep quality. I started scheduling fun activities with my friends ahead of time so they can help me stay active. I found this helped with my depression. Ask your doctor or therapist where you can find information to educate yourself about depression. Keep a record of the tips you find that seem to help. Be patient. The symptoms of MDD may improve gradually, not immediately, as you take these steps toward your treatment journey. Trisha, you nailed that presentation today. Are you feeling better? 
Thanks, I am. I've been working hard at it, and it's paying off. I'm feeling better. Okay, I'm gonna stop that right there. That's just Trisha. These are little cute little, <laughs> little little plays, little cartoons, animations that they show. And I think they they help. It's good to help, and they I believe they really help a lot of people and everything. But I, like I always go back as a Christian, make sure that we are in prayer, make sure that we're reading God's word, and we we watch ourselves. One of the things I, I agree with a whole lot on this is. Uh, you know, let's make sure we're not getting so isolated all the time. You know, I got to have the door that because I'm kind of, I'm an introvert. You know, I'm an extrovert. I'm, I think I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. And which means, you know, I can be, I can, I don't like a crowd sometimes. And I don't like to be around a lot of people sometimes. I can get to myself sometimes. And I can enjoy myself sometimes as an introvert. But I know it's times I need to get around other people, whatever like that, you know. You know, because I work with big crowds you know i worked at soldier field and wrigley field and different i deal with a lot of people and everything but as i you know i grew up in a depression and a uh a mental battle myself when i was younger i struggled with different symptoms and everything i'm gonna get into all that about myself and my story i talked about that once before a podcast long ago and I don't have a problem talking about that because that tells me the Holy Spirit is working through me because once upon a time I wouldn't be even talking about my struggles you know because it was it was it was it was embarrassing and hurting physically and mentally and what I mean by physically you know it left me just in a drain and uh excuse me and a drain and embarrassment, you know, and uh, uh, physically, mentally, I was embarrassed because I had people laugh at me, even close family members laughed at me because I didn't, I, you know, I didn't get, I got mad then because, you know, I was doing some things that I didn't know, know why I was doing, but I, I had some control over it and I could tell you why, because when somebody might walk in on me while I'm going through one of my episodes, I would try to stop real fast. So that tells me I have some type of control. Some people don't have control. They do it wide open. They don't have no control. Talking to themselves, you know, hand gestures and everything. I used to do the hand gestures and touching my fingers together and everything. And I, it was uh, my family members gave me gave the name called the funny things and all that stuff. I can laugh at it now because I have God in me. I have the Holy Spirit in me. And I can talk about those struggles and whatever like that because I know people laughed and done it out of ignorance. They did not know and everything because I did not know. But as I educated myself more, I know. And different things like that. So, you know, I have no shame in them. And I'm here just to help others, you know, to themselves. Yeah, so I had a little interruption there. But I just, uh, you know, wanted to uh, elaborate on that, you know, of the struggles that I know about some of these things. I'm going to get into that when I get into mental illness more. Okay, well, right now I'm going to stop for now. I'm going to cut it short and I'm going to continue on... Uh, depression on another <clears throat> uh, section and everything because it's pretty longer than what I thought and I have many other things to uh for audio and video when it comes to Christian suffering with depression pastors suffer with depression I want to get into all that on audio when they talk about their own story so I have a lot more to talk about depression because it's just nothing you can just kick out there and just say okay boom bam bam this is what you do this is one two three step you must really get into these things we must understand signs symptoms and what is something before we try to get out there and just say, okay, this is what we need to do and everything. First of all, as a Christian, with prayer, with meditation, you know, you know, not medication, but meditation and the word of God and everything, you know. So 
All right. This was my first segment on depression. I'm going to get into my next series. It's going to be continue with mental illness. I'm going to talk about depression. Then I'm going to roll it over and one into suicide. So I want you to just stay tuned for this hot topic. Depression going for right now. What is depression? What's coming up next? I'm going to talk about different symptoms of different things, which I got into a little bit now that we can do to help us through depression and everything, you know, and help us through uh, uh, suicidal thoughts, the ones that's having suicidal thoughts or whatever like that, you know, struggling with certain things like that, you know. I never really had a problem with suicidal thoughts, you know. I love to live. You know, I might have struggled with certain things or felt worthless sometimes, but never suicidal or nothing like that. I just got through that, you know, you know, that's why I'm at, why I'm at now because by the grace of God and by the Holy Spirit within me that helps me through this I put emphasis on that because we need the Holy Spirit as the body of Christ for the strength to get through these things and some of us will be delivered and I always have hope that I will be delivered I always have hope if I don't be delivered it's okay I know I got a supernatural body when God come get me at the time of the catching where I already know that uh, some things you're going to struggle with until you just leave here you know some things you're going to have victory with you know so I'm going to always be looking for that victory and for that healing I I, I have no doubt that I have faith in that but I also have faith that I'm going to have the strength to get through these things and through these struggles I dealt with it for all these years I can continue going with the flow and dealing with it now they're not as worse as they used to be but I thank God by his grace and the Holy spirit that I'm strong through this, you know, but I still have struggles in a lot of areas and I have victory in a lot of areas as well. So I don't want to only dwell on the struggles. I want to let you know that is hope, that is light under that tunnel through all this madness. Okay. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Dealing with depression is the segment that I'm dealing with today. I'm going to do another part on this about depression. I'm going to continue. I'm going to uh, let you listen to a few audios on a few ministers that struggle with depression and got victory through, uh, through it or going, or have the strength to go through it. So let's, let's just remember this. God is still on the throne. It's not over. We can have victory through this. We have victory through this. We just have to learn how to trust God. We have to learn how to seek for help and ask for help and everything like that, you know. We need to be around more people, uplifting people, get around a lot of people that's really negative we need to just be strong and uplift ourselves the bible said king david encouraged himself we need to encourage ourselves not exactly saying why why king david did but any situation that we're in church we need to encourage ourselves okay god bless you all this is joseph brownlee body of christ real talk before i go i just want to give the ones that's listening to my podcast and the ones that's the uh, curiosity seekers if you never gave your life to christ make him lord of your life by believing in his death burial resurrection what he's done on the cross god took away your sins according to second corinthians 5 19 all you have to do is believe that you are a sinner and you believe that he done it by believing what his son done in his death burial and resurrection okay and then you do that you will be saved god bless you all this is joseph brownlee body of christ real talk let us pray Father, the name of Jesus, I thank you right now. Father, I struggle with a lot of things. I know my listeners struggle with a lot of things and a lot of things that I'm going to be talking about. Father, I have a struggle with the Lord. Some I have victory with and some I struggle with today. So, Father, I just want to talk to the ones and I hope, you know, open up to them that, uh, 
me being real, and they can open up their hearts because they can help themselves so they can be able to help others, Father, through this battle, through this warfare we're going through. We know a lot of it is from the enemy, and a lot of them is chemical imbalance because of these dying bodies, Lord, that we're suffering with. So, Father, I just pray for strength and guidance and hope that we can have victory, Lord, one day through what we are going through. But if not, we will have the strength to go through it, Lord, and still be able to help others, Lord. In the name of Jesus Almighty, I give you praise and glory. Bye-bye. I'm going to leave you with my little baby's laugh because there's victory and there's light under this tunnel of madness. God bless y'all. Go ahead, my baby. <laughs> Goodbye. Adios. Senor Sioris. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.